friends. Welcome to Listen Friend, pop culture podcast where we share the opinions no one asked for. Everyone needs a friend who's loud about the things they love, and we are yours. I'm Brooke. And I'm Amanda. And it's uh, Women's History Month. Woo-hoo. Well, actually, it's the end of Women's History Month now. Yeah. And we have an episode devoted completely to our favorite ladies. I have a lot, and you have a medium amount. A medium amount. <laughs> Not that you don't support women. Oh. It's just hard. Yeah. Well, and there, I'm sure you will say some, and I'll be like, oh my gosh. Right. Like, I just didn't think of them. Um, but I love them. Before we get started, going to forewarn everybody, I can't breathe. I mean, I can, but like, I'm such a mouth breather anyway, because my <laughs> nose is so tiny that it can't handle the job. <laughs> And the pollen is out. You know, I just had laryngitis a month ago, and now um, the pollen is out, and I have been compromised. And and the weather is like one minute it's mm-hmm. 34 degrees, and the next minute it's 85 degrees. And my sinuses are like done. So, um, I'm not sick. I'm just struggling, which is my 12th memoir coming <laughs> to a books a million near you soon. Before we get into the good stuff, do you have a pop culture moment of the week? I'm also so tired because the pollen, it's the histamine. Mm-hmm. I don't have any antihistamine in me I, right now. Do you want some? Not yet. Okay. I might. You know I wait until I'm on the brink of death before uh-huh. I medicate, but I'm just so tired. Yeah. Why are the, Is it because there's not enough bees? Are they not doing their job that my car has to collect all the pollen? I don't know. Is that... Somebody. I saw a bee in my yard today, though. Tell me how science works. I also park right under, at my house, I park under a tree that always has a trillion bees in it. Mm. And it's like a flowery tree, so they're probably just dropping dropping. pollen everywhere. Just the worst. Anyway, pop culture moment of the week. I don't know that I have one. I don't know that I have one. Did anything happen? Um, I must check. The Oscars are coming up, right? But that's not yet. Yeah, they're coming up. But that's not now. Sean Mendes was hanging out in Austin, uh, with not with Zachary Levi, but you know. We but I sent you that thing and I was like, Do you think he's with our husband? And I was like, L O L like Austin's not the biggest place on earth. <laughs> um So true. I don't know. I don't feel like any movies came out. I don't feel like anybody's gotten divorced or died. Mm-mm. Thankfully. Um, I don't think anybody's gotten married. Nope, I'm not seeing anything. Mm-mm. I think we're good. Okay, great. Do you have any recommendations? Um. Oh, I started watching How I Met Your Father. It's so good. And by started watching it, I mean I finished it. Literally in a weekend. I still have one more episode left because I've been watching it weekly. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, I just haven't had a chance to watch this week yet, but you uh, powered through. I did. Um, I just needed something like light-hearted and short mm-hmm. and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was really cute. I really enjoyed it. I haven't watched anything new. That new show, Minx, on HBO Max came out, and it's about, like, it's set in the 70s, and it's about, like, the first, um, I don't know what they're called. It's like Playboy, I get Playgirl, but it's not mm-hmm. called Playgirl. You know, the Naked Man magazine <laughs> instead of the Naked Lady magazine. Um, and I want to watch it because... Boyfriend Taylor Zakar Perez is playing the okay, yes. naked man, but um, I haven't tuned in yet, so I haven't watched anything. I've been rewatching the second season of Outer Banks because I watched it, but I didn't really 
Yeah, it was like a... It was so much. That Outer Banks is kind of one of those shows you almost have to watch every season twice. Yes. I, uh, do you just want to get into it? Yeah, did you rank yours? I did not rank mine. Me neither. I am going to save some for certain part, like certain places. Okay. But they're not, it's not an actual rank. Um, and then I don't know how you did yours, but I very much, like, if I thought of them, I wrote them on my list, and I was like, I'll mention them. Okay. I have no structure. I did no research. Okay. So, my part of the list is very much going to be, like, this, what we set out to do. Maybe I should tell them what the episode's about. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, sorry. What we set out to do was, you know, when we did our Every Man of the Decade that we're in love with, we were like, we're going to come back and we're going to do ladies, but... It was a little harder to narrow that down to decades, mm-hmm. for me at least. Same. So, we basically, like, if those were the men that we wanted to date or whatever in that decade, like, for me, like, these are the ladies I want to be. Mm-hmm. So, if they're inspiring, if they're whatever, mm-hmm. and we made them, um, we narrowed it down or we stuck to, like, pop culture. So, like, yes. actresses, singers, um... I have some authors. I was going to say authors. I have one that's not, like, she's definitely in pop culture, but she's not really, she doesn't fall into any. Same. Maybe motivational speaker. Yeah. You'll know who I'm talking about when I get there. Um, so, do you want to go first? I went first last time. You go first since you have more. I have more. more. Okay, first, when you think in all of time. When you think strong female lead, who's the first person you think of? <laughs> in all of time? Uh-huh. Like in, in... Female lead in a movie? Yeah. Like a movie star. Strong female lead. Marilyn Monroe. Oh. Not strong. Okay. Not strong. Fame. That's very famous. She's not a strong female lead. Right. I'm talking, talking about like acting, like mm-hmm. Strong being like, like a boss. <sighs> like who's the first person... We're going to edit out how long it took you to think about this. I, I don't think that it's I'm Catherine Hepburn. Oh, mm. See, I, <laughs> I love her. I don't, like, love her, love her. I love her in that her, I think she's, um, like, one of the first feminist icons. Mm. You know, she very much was just as commanding, just as um, magnetic as her male co-stars. Mm-hmm. I like that she was, like not gonna wear dresses I will only wear pants um I I will not wear dresses I will only wear leggings but um I don't know I just I loved her in Little Women I love her in um what's the one she does with the one Mm -hmm. the African Queen with the I'm thinking of the African Queen but I'm also thinking of something else I think the I think truly the only two things I've actually seen her in are the African Queen and the one with Cary Grant the Philadelphia story yeah, but also... I love her in that. Bringing up babies. Okay. I think I've seen also both of those, favorite. and then I've seen the afternoon. But there's one... Oh, really, that's it. Rooster Cogburn with John Wayne is fun. Um, Woman of the Year with Spencer Tracy. I guess I'm thinking of all of the, the Spencer Tracy of it all. Yeah. She did um, Holiday with Cary Grant, too. Oh, yeah. She See, was a frequent co-star with Maybe that's the problem. Cary Grant. I've seen, like, only her Cary Grant oh. movies, and then I only really care about Cary Grant. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Love Affair is great. The Glass Menagerie. She played Mary of Scotland. Like, she's just a very illustrious career. Very, 
she worked a lot and she was just a very strong presence, very in charge, very admirable. So she's my first one. Nice. So my second is Grace Kelly. Beautiful, graceful. I loved her in Rare Window. I love Mm -hmm. that she's a princess. Mm -hmm. I love her wedding dress. I love all her clothes. Like, I just think, I don't know. Like, I want to be her so bad. Yeah, she's beautiful. Her snatched waist. Yeah, for sure. Ugh. I was looking on Etsy, um, because, you know, I was 80s prom dress shopping on Etsy. Yes. And so I was like, let me look at some of these, like, vintage 50s dresses that they have on here. And every dress, I was like, oh my gosh, I love that. And I uh-huh. looked at it, and then they were like, waist, 22 inches. Right. And I was like, what have we done? Who like, can <laughs> like, do this? Right. Like, how? Uh, how? Who wore these? And how? Okay. Um, okay. My first one um, is Claudette Colbert. Mm. I love her so much. Um, she's probably the, like, not old as in, like, age old, but, like, was working in the, um, 30s, um, actress that I have on here. Um, I specifically love her from It Happened One Night, um, Mm -hmm. with Clark Gable. Um, she, it's like a rom-com. Um, it, she won Best Actress for that one. Um, she's been in tons of stuff. Her face is, like, very recognizable. She had these, um, apple cheeks and really big eyes, um, she was, like, one of the best paid stars, um, of the time. She, um, it was said of her, ahead of everything, save possibly her marriage, um, she put her career, um, she had a strong sense of what was best for her and a deep-rooted desire to be in shape, efficient, and under control. And I was like... I have no desire to be <laughs> any of those things. I, mean, I was like, except I would love efficient. That. Efficient and under control. In shape, efficient, and under control. Helped define femininity for her generation with her chic manner. Um, she once said, I know I know what's best for me. After all, I've been in the Claudette Colbert business longer than anybody. Ugh, and I, I love, love that. that. I'm stealing that. Yes, yes. Um, and she was very particular about how she appeared on screen. Like, she basically, like, she knew how she looked best. And she mm-hmm. tried to make sure that that was how she was portrayed. So, I appreciate her for that. Okay, we love that. Okay, my next one is Audrey Hepburn. Same. Okay, good. We can both talk about it. I'm sure you have lots more to say than I do because I am woefully unprepared today. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think, like, and maybe that I get a little, like, gatekeepy about Audrey Hepburn because I feel like most of the people who are obsessed with her now don't know anything about her outside of Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. But I love... First off, I love her style. Yep. I love her class and her grace. Um, but I also, like, I love her story. I love the, like, the World War Two of it all. Yes. You know? And I don't feel like a lot of people know, mm-hmm. you know, that much about that. And if you don't, you should look it up. Or did you ever see the Audrey Hepburn story where Jennifer Love Hewitt played Audrey Hepburn? No. It makes me mad because Jennifer Love Hewitt does not have... The look, mm-hmm. which Jennifer Love Hewitt is beautiful, but Jennifer Love Hewitt is stacked physically. Yeah. And by that, I mean she has huge, huge boobs. boobs. <laughs> yeah. And Audrey Hepburn was very slight and yes. very, um, not frail, but, you know. Petite. Petite, yes. So, I'm interested to see how this movie, say, who is it that got Rooney, Rooney Mara, Blech. I would have preferred Lily Collins. Same. But... 
They didn't ask me. Um, she, my favorite, oh, when you talked about, like, her, her, uh, fashion, Mm -hmm. she is on the International Best Dressed List Hall of Fame. Still? I mean, she was inducted into it, so I don't... Oh, it's like a Hall of Fame. Yeah. In my brain, it was just a list. Yeah. Um, AFI, the American Mm -hmm. Film Institute, has her as the third greatest female screen legend from the classical Hollywood cinema. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... My personal favorite movie of hers is Roman Holiday. Love it. Gregory Peck. So cute. I also love Sabrina. I love Sabrina. I'm fairly sure I've seen that The Nun story, where she's a nun. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, she um, did a lot of humanitarian work. Uh, she devoted a lot of her time to UNICEF. Um... And worked in some of the poorest communities of Africa, South America, and Asia. She, um, in 1992, received the Presidential Medal of Freedom in recognition for her work as a UNICEF Goodwill Ambassador. So, I love that. She was great. Okay, my next one is... Oh, are you done? Yeah. My bad. You're good. <laughs> um, I just assumed. I was like, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, my next one's Betty White. Yes. If... I don't really... I mean, I feel like I've said more than I could ever say. About her in our Betty White episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to it. I just love her. I think she's so funny. Mm-hmm. I think she is, I like her um, tendency to stand up for what she thinks is right. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that she chose to devote her life to and, um, you know, to have a career that long and to be known for being like beautiful and funny and mm-hmm. classy but sassy mm-hmm. I don't know I just I want to be Betty White when I grow up mm-hmm. yeah she's awesome um my next one is Shirley Temple oh uh, I thought about putting her on mine but I didn't yeah so I loved Shirley Temple movies when I was little Baby Take a Bow Bright Eyes um Curly Top and Heidi mm-hmm. those are my four favorites so loved her um when I was a kid, watching her movies, um, she was the stinking cutest, um, and obviously very talented, and, you know, I feel like people know this now, but it's just, like, a surprising way that her life ended up, um, because, you know, I don't know that most child stars then become the U.S. ambassador to Ghana and mm-hmm. Czechoslovakia, you know, like, right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so she, um, had, like, Attempted to run for Congress in the 60s, and that was not successful. Um, But then she was appointed the first female chief of protocol of the United States. Um, And she was in charge of the arrangements for Jimmy Carter's inauguration and inaugural ball. Mm -hmm. And then um, she served as the U.S. ambassador to Czechoslovakia, um, having been appointed by President George H.W. Bush, and was the first and only woman to have had that job. Huh. Yep. Love that for her. Yep. She bore witness to two crucial moments in the history of Czechoslovakia's fight against communism. Wow. Yeah. I never really know that. I never... Mm -hmm. I only think about animal crackers in her soup. Yep. I don't ever think about Czechoslovakia. Yeah. She was a big deal. That's crazy. Yeah. I love that. Me too. Your list is so good. My list is like, I liked her dresses. (laughs) No, I have that on mine too. I really, I did not struggle to make a list, but I really was just like, let's, okay, wait. I know this is the middle of our current episode, but I have a few things to say about last week. Okay. One, 
We forgot Riley Green. Yeah, my apologies <laughs> to future ex-husband Riley Green. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry about our marriage. It won't last because I am a wanderer. Second, <laughs> um, I had to edit that a gadrillion times and it was fine. But that's why it came out late. I blame Anchor. Sorry, Anchor, don't sue me. <laughs> so by the time it was time to make notes for this episode, I was like, I, I don't can't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I just don't. So that's kind of why I was like, I'm just, I made my list, but I didn't put in the okay, research. Actually, it's worried. fine. It's fine. I feel like our 23 listeners, uh-huh. most of which are your friends, <laughs> will forgive me. They will. I'm sure. Um. Okay. Is it me again? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna go with the cast of the original Charlie's Angels. Oh yeah, that's a and one. Cheryl Ladd, okay. who was the. Replacement for Farrah Fawcett when she left the show. I, in third grade, Charlie's Angels came on TV Land. And I was obsessed with it. And I feel like I was not alive in the 70s. I mean, I know I was not alive in the 70s. I don't feel like I was not alive in the 70s. But I feel like, you know, up until then on TV, you know, you had June Cleaver. You had... Um, you know, I don't know, Donna Reed, like, not that I don't love both of them, I do, but they were, like, homemakers, which is fun. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being a homemaker, but I really liked in the 70s and to some extent the 60s, because, like, I feel like Gilligan's Island did this a little bit, Mm -hmm. but you had women who were, like, gorgeous, and they dressed, like, really well and really stylish, and then they were doing, like, private investigation or like I mean like the bionic woman of somebody I'm going to talk about later like they were doing actiony things Mm -hmm. and I feel like Charlie's Angels was very groundbreaking in that yeah and I know it gets a lot of flack for being like jiggle tv because Mm -hmm. nary a bra on that set but um it meant a lot to me in my formative years and I love them that's great thanks good one uh, my next one is Lucille Ball. I've talked about her on here before. That's also my next one. Oh. <laughs> Twins. Okay. Um, I've talked about her before. Um, she just, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. First of all, her life was really hard and sad in a lot of ways. Um, if you want to hear about that, then please go listen to uh, the podcast. I never remember the name of it. The Plot Thickens. Mm-hmm. Turner Classic Movies podcast called The Plot Thickens, and they had a whole season devoted to Lucy and her life, um, and it was fascinating. Also just a dope name for a podcast. Right? The Plot Thickens. Like, what a stinking name. I didn't name. think of it first. I know. I know. But yeah, so they have a whole season of Lucy, and it's so good. Um, it's really interesting to hear about, like, her childhood, but then also, like, her struggling years where she was, like, in New York trying to be an actress on the stage, and, like, literally, like mixing ketchup and water to make tomato soup like really really tough but then also of course to hear about like her and uh, Desi Arnaz and how they started Mm -hmm. and then all of the things and the work that she did in terms of their production company which of course I Love Lucy is like duh you know yeah but there's a lot of other shows that you will know like Star Trek I'm pretty sure was one of them like that Desi Lou produced Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so big deal um, yeah. One of my favorite things about Lucy is 
you know, I feel like a lot of us women, mm-hmm. myself included, have this thing where we don't want to look ugly. You yes. know what I mean? Like, we watch the, the way we make our faces. Yes. We watch what we wear and how we do our hair and stuff. And that was a beautiful woman who uh-huh. was like, I have no problem looking ugly. Yes. Like, if you go back, like, the fake nose yes. from I Love Lucy that she wore that one time that, like, melts yes. off. Well, and, and just, like, the faces that she makes. Like, when she does it, ooh. Yes. Yeah, and, like, the face. And the, um, the things that she would wear in her pursuit to be famous. Yes. With her the husband. clown. Yes. Or, like, even, I mean, I have things where, like, I won't, maybe this is getting way, like, into personal things that I don't necessarily want to talk about here, but I often won't take pictures around food because I don't want people to be like, she's obsessed with food. Um, we're not going to go down that road right now, but she's like stuffing chocolate in her mouth on TV and like getting drunk, trying to sell the vitamin vitamin, or whatever. I just love her so much. Mm -hmm. That's like, I feel like that's everybody's comedy influence, male Mm -hmm. or female now. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. She's the best. Yes. Okay. You go. Me again? Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I'm going to go a little more modern and I'm going to say... And this is surprising, and I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, who? But I'm going to say Jill Wagner, who is like... Jill! We love Jill. So Jill is famous now on Hallmark, but she's also done so much stuff. Like, she's such a guy's girl, you know? Like, she was the first, uh, like, female, I don't know if you call it courtside or whatever, um, reporter for that show Wipeout, which has been re done now like it's been re what's the word rebooted Mm -hmm. and um I don't know she was crazy aunt Kate on Teen Wolf and then you know all the Hallmark stuff and just I don't know I just I love her energy I love her style I love her she seems very much like she is a good person you know what I mean like the kind of person you want to be around and I don't know, every time I see her on Instagram, I'm like, I really want to be like Jill. Mm-hmm. I just think she's the best. She is. She's great. We love her. We love her so much. That's a good one. Even when she's being crazy, I'm like, I want to be crazy like Jill. <laughs> Kimmy? Yeah. Let's see. I'm going to do a um, more modern one, too, and talk about Lily James. I've talked about her before. Oh, yeah. I love her so much. I love um, her ex-boyfriend. I think I love a couple of her ex-boyfriends. Exactly. Um, so good for you, girl. She got good taste. Um, so I think most people were first introduced to her in Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. Um, but I first loved her in Cinderella, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about when we do a Disney live action one. But it's one of my, it's probably top five favorite movies ever. And she was just so sweet and pretty. Mm-hmm. And another snatched waist. And, oh, here she ate, like, waist. nothing but chicken broth for, like, a month. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I I believe it. it. But, yeah, so, loved her in Cinderella, and then I just kind of paid attention to her. Since then, um, some things that I love that she's in. She's in the potato peel pie, mm-hmm. that whole mm-hmm. long title thing. And she's great. I love that movie. She's in, is it, like, The Darkest Hour? Is that the William Churchill one? Yes. Okay. She's in that one. She's great. She is in Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. Here we go again. Um, it's great. Something else. She's in Rebecca, which I haven't watched I yet, but I that's want, one of my favorite books. I want to so. watch Rebecca. I want to watch Yesterday. 
Yeah. I haven't watched that the yet. The concept for that sounds really cool yes. to me. Oh my gosh, Baby Driver with Ansel. I loved that one. There's something else, though. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I did love that movie. I shouldn't have, but I did. Oh but- my gosh, I forgot. She also was in a like TV miniseries of War and Peace. Mm. Um, and I loved that. That was really good. Um, and then most recently, I... Oh, Pam and Tommy is what I was thinking okay, of. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Most recently, um, I watched her in Pam and Tommy, um, and it was like a very different role for her, I feel. Well, it's very transformative, too. Yes, physically, and like just the, her, the way she spoke, like Pamela Anderson, and I've talked about like the heart and like humanity that she brought to that whole situation. It's very similar Here's the difference between okay, let me say let me say this in order. It's very similar to when Margot Robbie played uh, Robbie Robbie. Uh, I say Robbie, but I could be wrong. I don't know, Margot, the beautiful woman, <laughs> the beautiful Margot. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what I'm gonna call her forever. But when she played Tanya Harding, yes, yes, yes the yes. difference is. This is just my opinion. Pam deserved yes a redemptive look into Portrayal. her story. Mm-hmm. Tanya maybe did not. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, she maybe didn't deserve a complete villain villifiz, villainization vilification, but she deserved a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I don't think she's as innocent as she wants us to think she is, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, is it me again? Yep. Okay, so also more modern, also something that is like continuously unfolding, but my next entry is Britney Spears. First off, we we love her. We want to be her friend and we want to make sure she's okay. So first off, she's on this list because that career is insane. Insane. For her to have done so much, she's like not, she's barely 40 if she's even turned 40 yeah. yet. Yeah, she's young. Oh, we're Googling her age. I think she's already turned 40. Yes, she just turned 40 in December. So to do that much in that little of time Mm -hmm. is, of course, Mm awe-inspiring. The main reason she's on this list, though, is that resilience on that girl. Bless her heart. Yeah. Like, to basically be a prisoner in your own home for 20 years, in Mm -hmm. your own body for 20 years, to put up with the kind of stuff. Her fame was at the height of the, like paparazzi like they basically were hiding in your toilet yep you know and for her to make it through that the way that she did just is I don't know I can't in a few years I bet we'll have a Britney Spears movie you know what I mean yeah I don't know who deserves the right to play her that's an interesting thing um, to think about. Um, it's probably somebody we don't even know exists yet. Probably. But, man. And also... No, I'll keep that to myself. I was going to say some very disparaging things about a former boy band member, but I yeah, decided not to. Yeah, that was sweet. Um, I will never forget <laughs> um, getting the Baby One More Time CD for Valentine's oh, yes. Day when I was in second grade. And also, like, to be the moment for so long. Yeah. Like, I can't, even if you're not a big Britney Spears fan, like, every Britney Spears song is a bop. Oh, yeah. And you know them. And, uh-huh. And you can sing every word. And she just. Even if you don't like it. I was about to say, every, like, every costume, every 
And I feel guilty sometimes for being like, man, I really loved, like, that. When I know, like, at that point in her life, yes, she was... struggling. Yes. But that... It's um, like Taylor and the 1989 stuff. Oh, yeah. I love it so much, but then knowing, I'm like, oh. Well, oh, yeah, like, how... I, like mean, I love I love the song. I love how she every like look that she had and all of mm-hmm. that. But then knowing like I always feel bad during like nineteen eighty nine, like the pictures from that era being yeah. like she looked she great, looks so good. and then know. you find out she had an, an eating, eating disorder. disorder. Yeah, You're like, oh, really I'm the bad. worst. Pro- I am the problem. Right. But specifically, like the uh, piece of me, like that era in Britney Spears' career. First off, I freaking love that song mm-hmm. because she says I don't remember all of the thing right now, like off the top of my head. But I love singing that song because she's like, I'm, I'm Mrs. Oh My God, That Britney Shameless. And I'm like, <laughs> whenever my name's in the song, I'm yeah, like, this like, song is for me. It's about me. <laughs> even though it's not spelled the same. But, I don't know. I just love her. I'm proud of her. Me I'm too. worried about her. I literally sometimes, like, straight up, I'm, like, praying for Britney Spears. Yeah. Because she needs it. Honestly. And she wants it, I think. Oh, I think You so. know what I mean? Yeah. Also, Sweet her girl. little sister can meet me outside. <sighs> and that's that. We're not going to talk about fighting women on the Women's History Month podcast, <laughs> but Jamie Lynn, if I see you in these streets, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> okay. I don't know where I want to go next. Um, let's talk about Barbara's dry sand. Okay. Um, I love her so much. I went through this phase in high school where I was obsessed with her. Um, my sweet friend Laura for um, like my graduation essentially got she was a couple years younger than me um she got me like the box set of every Barbra Streisand movie I love that. on DVD um and then I also had I bought it at Target the like greatest hits like two CD mm-hmm. thing of Barbra Streisand songs what made me become obsessed with her was uh specifically for Funny Girl which I still mm. it is just one of my favorite movies it's incredible my dad even <laughs> like loves that movie he, he's like I mean she's not pretty but by the end of the movie oh. you're in love with her I'm like okay yeah <laughs> but he's I mean he's not wrong and that's what the whole point of the movie is mm-hmm. and then of course um the way we were I love the way we were I love it so incredibly much I also love A Star Is Born uh with Chris with, yeah <laughs> Do I love these movies for Robert Redford and Chris Christopherson or for Barbara? Hard to say. Not on the <laughs> Women's History <laughs> Month podcast. I know, I know. Um, um, but yeah, so I love, I love her. She you, is funny and she is dramatic and she can sing her face off and she is a diva and I love her. Whenever you talk about loving Barbara Streisand, I picture you as a little tiny Fran Drescher. Yes, I love on that the about nanny Fran. She's... I will never forget, there is a joke, I should have put her on this list because she's another, like, comedy icon, I feel like, but there are two jokes I remember from the nanny, and I will never forget them, and one is when she stacks the pizza on top of each other and says, I'll just have one slice, (laughs) and, um, what's the, what's the, Maggie is the Uh oldest daughter, she's like, Fran, that's two, and she's like, not like this, the body doesn't know, I will (laughs) never forget that, and then the other is when her and her mom are arguing. About who loves Barbara more. Uh-huh. And um, her mom's like, I loved her first. And Fran's like, and I will love her longer. Yes. I <laughs> love so that. So funny. Anytime somebody mentions Barbara, I'm like, you think about straight Fran. to Fran. She obviously is one of the best-selling recording artists of all time. Mm-hmm. Billboard ranked her as the greatest female artist on the Billboard 200 chart. And the top adult contemporary female artist of all time. She has an EGOT. 
She's got, um... Huh, I didn't know that. What does she have an Emmy for? Well, there's five, so... Oh. She has two Academy Awards, ten Grammy Awards, including the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award and the Grammy Legend Award, mm. five Emmy Awards, four Peabody Awards, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, and nine Golden Globes, and I don't know how many, like, Emmys or what they were for, but, um... She she has an, at least one Emmy as well. Well, good for her. I did not know that. Oh, wait, I said that. Five Emmys. Yeah. A Tony, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what the Tony is for. Oh, okay. Um, or if there's more than one, but... Well, good for her. I didn't know that she had the EGOT. Love her. Okay. Okay, me. Okay, <laughs> my next one is not a conventional choice, but it is Sadie Robertson. Oh, yeah. I love her. I think she's sweet. I loved watching her on Dancing with the Stars. I really like how she... She's another, like, very good about sticking to her guns type of girl. I remember... Bless her heart. First off, she was, what, 17 when she was on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. And they were having her do the... What's the very sexual dance? The rumba? Yes, thank you. And she was like, I don't want to do this, like... Because first off, she's 17. Right. And her partner, bless him, he was great, but he was a grown man. I love Mark Vallis. I do too. So There's much. nothing, he did everything he was supposed to do as the producers I'm mad at. Yeah, always. They basically, and when she said why she didn't want to do it, which was because one, it made her uncomfortable, and two, you know, she um, believes in abstinence till marriage. And they were basically being like, too bad. Yeah. Whereas. You know, I'm not going to go in on the Dancing with the Stars producers, but the way she stood up for herself, her poise, her dignity in doing so mm-hmm. was fantastic. I like how she comes off very, I mean, first off, that's a rich girl who grew up in a rich family. Yeah. You know, she doesn't seem like it, though. No, no. Like, she seems like a girl you could be friends with. For sure. So, I also want to add Stephanie Mae Wilson in there, but she's not, like, yeah. pop culture for real. Yeah, but we do love her. But her and Kate Warman and all them, they're friends, and I love them. Follow them on Instagram, and they get me. I like to hear what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, they feel like good best friends that you would have coffee with. Yeah, for sure. So, love her. Used to love her on Duck Dynasty. I think she's cute. I think she's... Um, not approachable. I mean, yes, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, I don't know. I just think she's, she seems humble and down to earth and I don't know. I just, I just like her. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring it back a minute. Okay. And talk about Maureen O'Hara. I talked uh, about her a yes. little bit on our very first episode that I wanted mm-hmm. her to come to dinner. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was so long ago. I know. Um, so she was born and raised in, um, Ireland, and then she, um, became an actress. So many, so, so many movies, um, including Hunchback of Notre Dame, a bajillion westerns with John Wayne. My favorite is The Parent Trap, the original Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing that she's in. She's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. The prettiest red hair. Mm-hmm. I was reading about her earlier, and it was talking about, um how she missed out on being able to be in black and white movies. Like, there were black and white movies that she would have liked to have been in, but it was like, no, no, no. Like, we're not going to cast her because she, like, is too good for color movies. Like, her... Her coloring Her coloring was so good that it was like, nope, you need to be in color movies. Um, 
she, I'll just read this little thing. It says that she was Ireland's first Hollywood superstar. She paved the way for a future of generation, future generation of actresses seeking their own voice um, with her mahogany hair, her hoydenish ways, and her whip-smart delivery of lines. She created a mm -hmm. character prototype that seemed to define her, define her country of origin as much as Ireland defined her. She uh, was loved for her naturalness and um, her lack of a diva quality. She insisted on doing her own stunts, and it was joked that she was so prone to injuries during her productions that her colleagues remarked that she should have been awarded a Purple Heart. <laughs> she um, placed a great emphasis on work ethic and punctuality. I love this. Okay. So she had a reputation um, for being bossy, which this is kind of that whole Taylor Swift, like, mm -hmm. if I were a man song. Yes. If I were the, the, the song is called The Man. The man. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, if I were a boy. <laughs> if That's the Beyonce. Man, yeah. But basically, same thing. It is. Um, so John Wayne um, once referred to her as the greatest guy I ever met. Oh, um, I want to be that. I know. It says that she and Wayne shared many similarities that she took no nonsense from anybody. Um, she was friends with, with um, the boss of Columbia Pictures, um, who was notorious for being the nastiest man in Hollywood, um, but, like, he respected her because she would, like, be straight up with him. Yeah. Um, she declared that she never had a temperamental fit in her life, um, and film executives respected the fact that she was uh, bold and completely honest towards them. So, I like that about I her. I love that. Yeah, me too. Um, do you, are you saving, like, your very favorite one for number one? I am. Okay, cool. When we get there, we should try to guess each other's. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, my next one is Natalie Wood. Mm, good one. Love her. I, mm, I, first off, I am so drawn to that whole tragic end of hers because I feel like it's suspicious. Yeah. And I'm just naturally drawn to mystery. So that's part of the reason why I love Natalie Wood so much, but also just beautiful. I mean, like, that is, there are a few people, I think, kind of personify the era in which they existed, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, like, Farrah Fawcett embodies the 70s, mm -hmm. So, and I feel very much like she embodies, like, that early 60s. And even into the 70s, like, she had the beautiful eyes, uh -huh. like, that look. Like, when you when you think the 60s, you may not know. Like, when you're picturing the look, you may not realize you're thinking Natalie Wood, mm -hmm. but you're thinking Natalie Wood. Mm -hmm. I love Rebel Without a Cause. I love everything she's done. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know. She's just one of my favorites. Yep, she's beautiful. <clears throat> Someone I wanted to mention, I want to talk about Hattie McDaniel. Mm. Um, she played, uh, most famously, she played Mammy in Gone with the Wind. Hold on, let me find the number. Um, because she was in so many things, and there's so many roles that she did not get credit for. She appeared in over 300 films and received screen credits for only 83. Mm, doesn't that piss you off? Yes, um, but yeah. So, she, um, has two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and was inducted into the Black Filmmakers Hall of Fame in 1975. In 2006, she became the first Black Oscar winner honored with a U.S. postage stamp. She most famously, though, um, won an Academy Award for Best Sporting Actress um, in Gone with the Wind um, and became that she was the first African-American mm -hmm. um, ever to win an Oscar, which is so deserved. I know that Gone with the Wind, it can be problematic. However, if you are just looking at her 
acting ability in that role. Mm -hmm. Like, the span of, like, comedy that she's able to portray, which I think she had mostly done, and people were concerned that she would not be able to portray the more, like, dramatic and emotional parts of Mammy, her character. Um, But she does a great job, obviously. She, this is, she was, like, very close to Clark Gable. Um, They had a really close friendship. Uh, She was not allowed to attend the Atlanta premiere of Gone Mm -hmm. with the Wind because the theater was an only white theater. Um, And Clark Gable, like, said that he wasn't going to go either. Um, yeah, because she was because she was not allowed to go, but she convinced him to go. So I just love that. That's definitely her most famous um, role. But you can see her obviously, like I mentioned, she was in three hundred things. So mm-hmm. any movies from back in that day, you can you can see her and recognize her. My next one is Diane Carroll. Do you know who that is? She was the so. first black woman to star in a non-servant role on a TV series. Mm-mm. So she was the star of Julia from, I think it aired from, it was started in the late 60s, from 1968 to 1971. I. She's beautiful. Yes, absolutely beautiful. So graceful, so poised, so stylish, so like the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I love Julia. It used to come on TV land and I would like watch the crap out of it. Mm -hmm. I love her. And to make such a, it really annoys me that more people don't know who she is because like that was a certain level of groundbreaking that is that that deserves to be celebrated Mm -hmm. i love her may she rest in peace i'm gonna talk about celine dion for a second okay (laughs) i love celine so incredibly much obviously i love celine's music like I have mentioned before on this podcast that I love a ballad. And what does Celine do best? A ballad. A ballad. And I just love her. Love to jam out in my car to some Celine. She, first of all, like very humble beginnings. Like I'm pretty sure she was a fam- from a family of like 14. She, like her family couldn't afford a crib. So she, another crib because they had 14 children. And mm-hmm. she like slept in a drawer, like a drawer. Um, yeah. Like, very humble beginnings, like, was made fun of in school, was called, uh, a vampire because of her, like, wacky teeth and very skinniness, um, really sad. Look at her now, Right. Um, so I just appreciate that about her. I think that's part of why, because she, when you watch interviews of her, like, she is just like, you're like, Celine, what are you even talking about? Like, she's just, like, so, like, silly and Mm -hmm. funny and, like, loving and, like, Obviously has her, like, diva moments, but I don't know if she really seems to have them, like, off stage. But, like, like anything I've seen of her off stage, she does not seem like a diva. But right. But then she's on the stage, and she's a stinking diva. Like, right. In a good way. Yes, in a good way. So, I was, when I was reading about her today, <laughs> it was talking about, like, the effect that Celine Dion has had on literally the economy because of how successful... Her Vegas residency. Oh, that makes sense. So, it says, She revitalized and revolutionized the entertainment scene in Las Vegas with the gargantuan success of her residencies. Um, She signed a multi-million dollar deal worth $100 million to do a residency in Vegas and is considered one of the most lucrative and risky in the touring industry. And then it talked about, like, since she pioneered modern residencies, Mm -hmm. like, all, all these people, like Bruno Mars, Lady Gaga... 
Luke Britney Bryan, Spears Katie Perry, Britney Spears, the Backstreet Boys, like Shania, like all of these people that are, have done this, but it's like Celine was the one who made it. Right. Because like, Carrie was. Underwood is doing residency in Las is Vegas she? right now, I think. I think. I could be wrong. It talked about like the financial impact that that had on Las Vegas and then therefore America. Because it was like people will come to the city just for her, but then mm-hmm. they're going to spend money on everything else right. there. Um, it says, bigger than Elvis, Sinatra, and Liberace put together, yes. Are you also sometimes ready to fight people when they're like, oh, they're they're bigger than Elvis? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Um, I love Celine so much that I think it's okay. But, I mean, is she in my heart bigger than Elvis? No. But, like, am I logically, like... I also get Part real... of it, though, is, like, you know, inflation, so... <laughs> True. I also get real, real gatekeepy about, like, records. Mm-hmm. Like... Last week when we talked about George Strait's records for number ones and how I think one day Taylor Swift will pass it. And I'm, like, obviously a Taylor Swift fan, but I'm also, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I also just, it, like, was weird to me when I was young. Like, how that her, when she was 20, her husband was 38. Yeah. Now I'm, like, whatever. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Now I'm, like, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think that it was you that talked about the... It was like her and Leonardo DiCaprio. The dialogue version of My Heart Will Go On? Nope. It's definitely not. That's, well. I was going to say, that's what I talked about at dinner the other night. No, no, no. Um, where they like raised money for the last living survivor of the Titanic. It was not me who said that. Huh. Okay, well, James. Was it our friend Titanic guy? Probably. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was Leonardo DiCaprio, James Cameron, Kate Winslet, and Celine Dion. Um, they donated money to support the nursing home fees of the then last living survivor of Titanic. Don't make me cry. I know, I could cry talking about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you done with um, Celine? Um, yeah, she also okay. has done a lot for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation okay. and the um, tsunamis. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Okay. Um, my next is Nichelle Nichols, who was the Lieutenant Uhura on Star Trek, the original with William Shatner. She named her character, first off. She was one of the first black star... Well, she was a supporting role. But again, another, like, non-servant role. She wasn't the main character, but it was a big deal. And she's also a participant in the first interracial kiss ever televised. Wow. Her and William Shatner. Wow. I know. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. She's beautiful. I know her and Zoe Saldana are really close. Zoe Saldana plays her character. I know. Look she's how so cute precious. she is. Uh, she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. When Star I said Trek. look how cute she is, I was talking about, like, the sweet little As old a lady. older lady is. Yes. But she, um, her and Zoe Saldana are very close. Now Zoe plays, who also should, this is her uh, joint entry on my list because <laughs> I freaking love Zoe. Mm-hmm. But she, they were very close when she took that role from her in the um, Star Trek remake. And she's just, I don't know, she's the best. Like, I love her, I love watching her, I want to be her, obviously I cannot. How beautiful is she? She's gorgeous. And she deserves more recognition, because I feel like a lot of people, when you're like, oh, Nichelle Nichols, they're like, who? Yeah. Um. Like I just was. Yeah, a little bit. But you're, you're not real big on the Star Trek. I'm not, I'm... So it's okay. I'm not real big on anything outer space. So Star Wars. I freaking love. I want Star Trek to be real so bad. Star Wars and Star Trek. Me and Carl Urban can go to space together. Have you ever watched the Star Trek remake? Of Chris Pine. Yeah, I watched it for Chris Pine. Okay. Let me tell you, it's life changing (laughs) if you go back in and watch it for Carl Urban. Okay. 
I feel like he, you would like him a lot. But anyway, yes, Nichelle, beautiful. First off, that's a beautiful name. Yeah. I think she named her character yeah, after say, her what's grandmother. Her, what's her character's name that she named? Okay, Uhura. It's really hard to say yeah. if you don't say it slow. Look uh, at her in like 1987. I know. Beautiful, beautiful skin, beautiful features. I want to see. She named it after. She named it after a book she had with her when she um, read for the part. But she's great, and she's so great on that show. Like she's so no no nonsense, but like fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love her. She's like high on my list. There's a lot of fictional characters that basically got turned into my personality. <laughs> And she's one of them. Um, I don't know. I just love her. Um, I will not talk too long about this because I've talked about her before. I talked about her when we did the really sad death episode. Oh, no. Um, but Princess Diana. Oh. Um, who I know is not an actress, and we talked about this last time. She's very much in the pop culture. Very she much has in the pop culture. an Elton John song written in her memory, so she Correct. can. Umpteen movies. And a bunch of movies about her. TV shows, all the things. But yeah, I talked a little bit about her um, and her work that she did for the Red Cross and with the AIDS, the AIDS movement. movement and how she was so like, groundbreaking in that in terms of the way that she uh, just treated people well. She treated them like they were like people. They were people yes. mm-hmm. And was not like afraid to touch someone with AIDS. She also... I don't remember. I, re- I watched something where Prince Harry was talking about it, and I didn't know about it, but it was like the bomb thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Let me see if I can find it. Yes, yeah, so this was something she did with the with the Red Cross, um, like the removal of landmines. Um, because that. in Africa there were a- there were areas oh, where there were just these landmines, and people would just be children and innocent women and children, and I'm sure men too, obviously, but um, would be walking and bombs would go off, and so. She did a lot of work for the removal of those. She, also what I love so much about her is, you know, at first she was very much seen, well she was, as being so like coy and shy. Um, Mm -hmm. So I loved watching, watching, like I was like old enough to pay attention and watch it. I was not, I was, you know, (laughs) three. Um, But um, looking back at stuff, like I liked seeing the progression for her of like, being so kind of shy and coy to seeming to become like as you know as like a 20 year old Mm -hmm. but then seeing her like in her early 30s and being like confident in who she was and happy and like I loved that she kind of tried to give Harry and William as much of a like normal childhood as Mm -hmm. she could of course you know they are princes so that's hard um and then it just seems like her nature as a human and as a mother was so warm Mm-hmm. Um, and that that was very different compared to, like, the royal family and what was expected and their personalities and all that. But, I mean, you know, you just see pictures of, like, her and the kids eating McDonald's and, like, mm-hmm. going on a ski trip and, like, going on Splash Mountain mm-hmm. and, you know, just stuff Wearing like her that. biker shorts yes. and sweatshirts. Queen. Right? Love that. Ugh. Yeah. We love her. She deserved more time. Ugh. So do you want to do one more, and that way we'll be even? Yeah, so I'll just follow that up with um, Kate Middleton Ah, on yes. the royal train. So, um, Kate. Love um, her wedding dress, too. Yeah. It was very Grace Kelly. I love her wedding dress so much. It's beautiful. Everything, honestly, that she wears 
I would probably wear. Mm-hmm. She's great shoes, everything she wears. Her hair is beautiful. She is beautiful. I love all of the work that she and William have done, um, and Harry, duh, for like mental health mm-hmm. and like shining a light on the importance of mental health. And then, of course, Harry and Meghan Markle have continued to do that, especially mm-hmm. with like their moving here, separating from the royal family, and all of that for Meghan's mental health. Megan's also beautiful, and I'd wear everything that she wears, too. Yeah. Um, and then something else that Kate has been involved in that is important to me, um, because I work with children, is looking into, like, early childhood development mm-hmm. and, like, mental health, but also just that, um, what what affects and is important and should be more attended to in early childhood development to have the best outcomes um, as adults, so... I love that. Yeah, I love her. Um, speaking of queens, next I have Dolly Parton. Yes, I have her too. <laughs> okay, good. We can both talk about it. And I just, first off, I love anytime anyone, but specifically a woman, is so unabashedly herself. Yes. And like, she's, I mean, to call herself trash but not mean it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when she's like, it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. Yes. I love her. I love all her work. I love 9 to 5, like the movie. Yeah. I love all her songs. I want to point back out once again that she wrote and originally performed I Will Always Love You. That is not a Whitney Houston original. Correct. As much as we love Whitney Houston, I don't know. Like, I feel like Dalton... Dalton? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Dolly has, like, recently become an obsession for everyone. Mm -hmm. But, like, I just want it known that I have loved her forever. Yeah. I love her clothes. I love her ginormous boobies. Mm-hmm. I love and her teeny, everything. Teeny, teeny, yes, teeny, her tiny waist. snatched yes. waist. I love her big hair. I loved when she was on like the Porter Wagner show. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't there, but in spirit, I was. <laughs> and she would wear those like very seventies like flared bottoms, mm-hmm. and it would be like an all pink suit, and yep. it would be rhinestone bedazzled, and her hair would add an extra six feet to her tiny body. Mm-hmm. I love her she's so pretty she and so smart so smart and like so unassuming um i love her have you been to dollywood yes okay um so i went when i was little but really didn't remember anything but i went recently and i loved dollywood and my probably my Mm -hmm. favorite part honestly was the like part where you like walk through and it's like basically the dolly museum Uh uh-huh and so I love that. I love going from, like, her sweet little humble beginnings with her coat of many colors. Mm-hmm. I'll cry if I talk about it. And all the way to, like, by the end, you're like, look at these. It's, like, all of these amazing things that she has worn. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of her stinking awards that are there. Like, Yeah. Wait. That's a pop culture moment of the week where this week Dolly was nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and she told them that she doesn't deserve to be nominated. She was like, I don't do rock and roll, right? though. <laughs> she was like, thank y'all, but no thanks. Right, like, she was like, I think you got the wrong person. Right. <laughs> but did you see where she's like, I'll make a rock and roll album? Yes, and I was like, like, I want I it. Yes, I want yes. it right now. Also, I really, really love her friendship with Miley Cyrus. Me too. I think they are the cutest. They are really cute. I love anytime she, like, talks to people about writing the theme song to nine to five and she's like i was just um scratching my acrylic fingernails yes, together yes and she's like and it sounded like a typewriter so that's that sound you hear yep and then also i i don't know just the humor that i mean 
she talks about her husband like maybe possibly cheating on her when mm-hmm. she wrote Jolene and mm-hmm. she, and instead of being like yeah it was suspect she was like well I realized he was going to the bank more than we had money and I was like why would you like nobody else would think to say it like no, that you no. know I don't know I just love her um she has her little imagination mm-hmm. library thing mm-hmm. um that like promotes literacy and then also because she is from Very Humble Beginnings. Yes. She does a lot for, um, like, poverty in East Tennessee. hmm She also, here's something that I feel like you would do, is, um... <laughs> Any comparison to Dolly is fine with me. Is how, like, nobody saw her man's face until, like, this year. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Y'all ain't never gonna get to know. Y'all can all meet him at the wedding <laughs> or the first anniversary, because some of y'all be trying But, like, she literally has just, like, kept her husband hidden yeah. for years. Well, that's because Jolene tried to take him the right. last time she didn't. <laughs> I love so her. So good. I love her too. Uh, and I just feel like she's probably the sweetest person on earth. She's, oh my gosh, hold up. The COVID vaccine, the Moderna vaccine. Oh, she yeah. She like donated all the money for that. She's like, I'll pay for it. I love her. I love her too. My, uh, one of my author entries that I have on here, which we talked about this some when we talked about like the cultural impact, cultural impact of this when we did our books podcast and mm-hmm. I talked about Pride and Prejudice, but I had Jane Austen on here. As you should. And I wish I knew more about her actual life, aside from the movie Becoming Jane, (laughs) because that is fictionalized, I'm sure. Um, But, yeah, just the things that she wrote and the, like, dreaminess of all of those books and that have been now made into movies, we talked all about, you know, like, there's so many references and remakes and all that kind of stuff. But I wish that she could have seen, because, like, it was, like, moderate success when she was alive still. So Mm -hmm. I wish that she could have seen like the impact that it literally it's 2022 mm-hmm. and she was in like what 18 I don't know. something 60 i'll look it up my guess is 1860 okay we'll find out adding to that this is not like an actual entry on my list but you saying that made me think of this i also want to add the Bron- bronte bronte yeah. bronte right mm-hmm. bronte bronte sisters and specifically i want to add mary shelley Yes, Frankenstein. Straight up. Like, literally. Do you know how Frankenstein, like, came to be? Mm-mm. Oh, Her, I was wrong. She, Jane Austen was set, born in 1775 and died in 1817. I was, you know, 50 years old. You were only off. off by about 100. <laughs> um, so, Frank, I'm pretty sure this is true and not, like, an urban legend. And if it is, don't anybody tell me because I like the story too much for it to not be real. But she, her husband was also a writer, mm-hmm. and they, like, hung around in this, like, writer's circle, talking about Mary Shelley, mm-hmm. and um, they were all dudes, except for her, and they basically made a bet over who could write the scariest story, and she was like, I can do it, and they were like, no, you can't, you woman. And then she turned around and she did, and she wrote Frankenstein, and now we talk about her forever and ever, and we don't know any of their names. That's awesome. That I know of. I Um, love that. could be freaking Thoreau for all I know, (laughs) but I don't think it was. But, But yeah. Even if we do, like, Frankenstein is literally, like... Like, literally everybody has to read it in school. Yes. And then, like... Movies. Halloween is literally, like, he's he's half of Halloween. Right. (laughs) You know? Right. If there's one thing... Okay, so if Mary Shelley could see what's going on now, I feel like she'd be so, like, hype and, like, be, like, in your face about it. Yeah. But I also feel like she'd be like, they know that the, the, monster, the monster is, is not, not named Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yes. Technically, the monster is named Frankenstein, but the 
like, because Frank, Dr. Frankenstein is the actual monster. Yes. I could talk about Frankenstein forever and ever and ever. Maybe we should keep that in our back pocket for Halloween because... Oh, that's a good idea. Like, I want to do a literary analysis on Frankenstein on Wait, our pop what, culture podcast. What if we podcast? did, like, a whole, like, literary Halloween should episode? Should we read Dracula? Like, we could do Jacqueline <gasps> Hyde, should. Dracula, Frankenstein. Uh, the, um, In Cold Blood. Uh-huh. We, we should throw do an Agatha that. Christie in there just for like the murder. For him, yes, definitely. Oh, and then there were none. Yep. That's the one that's coming to most. you in 20 October. It's of still this year. It's <laughs> 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 the months. Oh, man. But yes, like the. I could go on and on about Frankenstein and mm-hmm. the monster of it all, but that's not what this is for. My next author that I had was Harper Lee. Again, yes. I've talked about her a lot. I was thinking about um, her the other day. On, <laughs> just I really was. Oh, Harper. Well, I was thinking about Ghost of Watchmen. Uh, yeah. Mm, gosh controversial yeah but yeah i'm sorry i talked a lot about her when we talked about um our favorite books and i talked about when i talked about to kill a mockingbird um she got the uh, presidential medal of freedom in 2007 for her contribution to literature and she literally like essentially she wrote other things but like that's how impactful right. this, this one book was you know which is crazy and amazing i also love her uh involvement with um Truman Capote for Mm -hmm. um in cold blood um she assisted him in his research for that book yep but you know that like starts a slippery slope of things I get real mad about what when people because she helped him do that people are like he wrote to kill a mockingbird oh yeah that's conspiracy theory pisses me off yeah I disagree with that I do too um she um helped with the adaptation of the book into the academy award-winning screenplay of To Kill a Mockingbird Mm -hmm. it's one of the best translations of a book to film ever made yes that is not just my opinion that is not like legit that is other people's opinions too no it's a fact really no (laughs) it's a fact I've talked about this too that I loved her friendship with Gregory Peck Mm -hmm. um who won an Oscar for portraying Atticus Finch and then he named his uh, or his grandson was named Harper Peck because of their friendship and the impact that Harper Lee had on him and therefore his family. I was reading about where she, like, always tried to answer personally all of the correspondence mm-hmm. from her fans. And then, like, it got to where she was having, like, 60 letters a day or something mm-hmm. like that. And so she was obviously having trouble um, doing all of that. But the fact that she tried to. She's in the Alabama Academy of Honor. Duh, as she well should be. Mm-hmm. Um, George W. Bush is the one who gave her her Presidential Medal of Freedom. This is the highest civilian award in the United States and recognizes individuals who have made an especially merit- meritorious contribution to the security or national interests of the United States, world peace, cultural, or other significant public or private endeavors. And then in 2010, Obama awarded her the National Medal of Arts, which is the highest award given by the United States government for outstanding contributions to the excellence growth, support, and availability of the arts. So, I love her. Love that. She's cute as heck. Um, my friend Lynn went to college with, uh, her grandma, Lynn's grandma went to college with Harper Lee. Ooh. And she, something about Harper Lee's cat, I don't remember, but like, she found Harper Lee's cat and brought it back or something like that. I love that. When they were at um, school. It was really cute. I'll just send you the blog post that Lynn wrote about it. I love that. Okay, is it me? Mm-hmm. Are you still going? Okay. Uh, next I have Emma Stone. Oh, wait, I'm so sorry for a minute. I thought you were saying Emma Watson and I was about to slap you in the face. No, you know how I feel about her. I know, that's why I was like, are you playing a joke on me? Well, when you looked at me, I was like, did I say the wrong (laughs) name? 
Because I looked at her like she was insane. And I looked back at her like, well, <laughs> what? I don't understand. <laughs> I also love Emma Stone. I love Emma Stone. She just seems so down to earth. She's yeah. so funny. She's so, um, like, she's the new, to me, she's the new every girl. Like, if yep. Emma Stone wants to play, like, a rich princess, I believe it. Yep. If Emma Stone's playing a poor crackhead, I believe it. Like, if Emma Stone's playing um, a morally ambiguous character, I believe it. If she's playing an absolute perfect hero, I believe it. Like, mm-hmm. she's never, the only time I didn't believe it is when she was supposed to be Asian and Aloha. But. But I still loved her. I was going to say, that. I still loved her. I was just mad. Right. Not at her. Right. That's not her <laughs> it's fault. It's not her fault they cast her in that. But, um, I don't know. I just love her. I miss when she and Andrew Garfield were together. Sam, I loved her in that Spider-Man. I know. I loved her. Also, shout out to, this is, she's not on my list, but shout out to Sally Field, who played Aunt May oh, yeah. in that version. Oh, And Gidget. also, yes, I was going to say, I loved Gidget the flying so nun. much. I loved The Flying Nun. Freaking, oh, what's that movie with Burt Reynolds? Uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Yep. Forrest Gump's mama. Yep. Uh, Sybil. Julia Roberts' mama on Still Magnolias. Yep. <laughs> Dolly, also in that. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a great all-female oh, cast, honestly. It, too bad it makes me ball my face off. I just always immediately go to here, hit Weezer, and I feel better. <laughs> yeah, I freaking so love it. So true. If two characters could be my personality, it's Weezer and, um, what is her name? I can see Shirley MacLaine, but I cannot. What is her character's name? Um. It's Malin, Truvy, Weezer. My brain keeps saying Malin, but that's Sally Field. Shirley playing as Weezer. Oh, then who's Olivia Dukakis? Clary. Clary. That, I love both of them. Yes. But anyway, Emma Stone, La, La La Land, great. Mm-hmm. Crazy Stupid Love, great. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, great. Mm-hmm. Like, Easy A, great. Mm-hmm. The House Bunny, perfect. Yeah. Like, I, she doesn't have a miss. Mm-mm. I love her. And I want to be friends with her. That's a girl crush. Like, I have a Pinterest board of, like, girls I want to be friends with, and she is She's one of on them. There. Blake Lively. Yeah, although her Kermit the Frog voice might get on my nerves, and also I might accidentally try to steal her man. True, <laughs> so true. Um, I have two trios coming up. I'll just do the first one, and then I okay. want to see who's on your next on your list before I do the next one. Um, my first trio is mm-hmm. my three favorite '90s actresses, which are Meg Ryan, Sandra Bullock, and Julia Roberts. I thought about putting them on mine, and I didn't. That's like my all of my favorite movies have them in it. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. Okay. They were the moment in the 90s. Oh, for sure. Um, Next, I have Taylor Swift. Yep. Okay, I don't always love everything Taylor says and does. Right. Um, oh, there's plenty of people on here. I don't I don't always Right, that's love, what I'm saying. No. I'm not, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not one of those people who's like, she's never done anything wrong, everything she does is genius, like, right. yeah, la, yeah. la, la, la. Um, I mean, I've pointed out to you, uh, last week I pointed out how she may or may not have ripped off that George Strait song, and yep. she may or may, or she definitely, I played for you the Matt Nathanson song where she straight up yes. took a line from it for sure. and put it in all too well. So I don't always, like, I don't think she's the greatest thing to ever walk the earth, but that is a smart businesswoman. Mm-hmm. That is a trailblazer. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, anything, she's one of those people 
anything she wanted to do. If she wanted to have been a lawyer, if she wanted to be a dog walker, <laughs> she was going to be successful at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she's that's just her person. Like, that's just who she is. Mm-hmm. And I really love... Um, I, I do like the impact she's had on young women since she got famous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like how open she is. I like how vulnerable she is. I don't find that to be manipulative the way some of her um, um, haters, critiquers, <laughs> that go. was the word I was looking for, critics. Critics. <laughs> critiquers. Critiquers. <laughs> the way some of them do, but I, um, I don't know. I think she has inspired a lot of people to write. I think mm-hmm. she's inspired a lot of people to read. The joke on the internet when folklore came out was like, now i got to open a dictionary because I don't know what Taylor Swift's saying. <laughs> because she's using, like, big SAT words. And I don't know. I just think she is smart and in charge mm-hmm. and knows what she's doing and um, is somebody that other successful women can, like, look to yeah. as a model of how successful women should behave for sure about a lot of things not everything yeah i agree okay my next trio Mm -hmm. is my um country trio of faith hill shania twain and martina mcbride i almost put shania twain on this list and took her off because i thought i had too many people i i I love all of them i do too i don't i don't need to get into it necessarily it was faith shania Shania martina okay because we'll do a country music women episode Mm -hmm. one day i'm sure um, and, get, and I can get all into why I love each of them individually, but they were my three favorite singers. You know who I would have added to your trio and made Reba. it a quartet? Mm-hmm. Yep, she's next on the list. Okay, good. I had her on my <laughs> she, list and I took her yeah, off. She, she got her own because she, I'll go ahead and talk about it real quick. Reba, to me, is not Dolly level, but like if I was going to compare someone to Dolly, it would be her. Oh, yeah. I would say... She is the Lucille Ball of music. Yeah. Very much. Not just because they both have red hair. No, not because... <laughs> but, I mean, have you... Did, there's something she did where she did, like, she pretended to be Lucy. Yeah, I believe but, she'd be good at it. She's um, a great actress. She she is. She's not afraid to... Look silly. Look silly. She's not afraid to, um, you know, be vulnerable or be whatever the character needs. Mm-hmm. Where, um, you know, and she's just entertaining... Mm-hmm. She's super funny. I love her music videos. How dramatic she is. Oh, I know. Um, her I voice. I was thinking about Fancy today. <sighs> Have I you ever seen so her much. perform Fancy Live? Like a video of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she starts out in that big fur coat and then she takes yeah, it off boom. and she's wearing like... Sparkly red dress. Yes. I oh, love, so love Reba. She's the best. She is the best. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm thinking about Reba now. No, no. Um, <laughs> next, I have... Gal Gadot from um, Wonder Woman. I just think she is, first off, for her to have stuck in Hollywood as long as she has with the kind of um, criticism that she's come across for, and the way she handles her criticism, like specifically when she took the role of Wonder Woman and like literally there's a video of her reading a mean tweet on Jimmy Kimmel and it's like Wonder Woman more like wondering where those where her boobs were. Mm-hmm. And she's like they're here. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Like I don't know. I just think she handles it very well. She seems very like seeing her interact with fans specifically like little fans, children mm-hmm. is so sweet. 
And I just, I don't know, I feel like she, like, perfectly sums up, like, what Wonder Woman should be. Mm-hmm. And I love Wonder Woman, so naturally I'm going to love her. Yeah, she's great. She's and beautiful. I'm literally, literally the most beautiful woman. Oh, for 100%. She's and so naturally pretty. Yes. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing glam about her because she always looks so natural. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do I become you? Yeah, I don't know. I wish I knew. Same, because I do it. I still am not over... Like, obviously, I knew going into the new Wonder Woman, the 1984 one. Uh-huh. 1984? Yes. Okay, I just got really confused that I was, like, talking about George Orwell for no, a second. No, Um, like, obviously, I knew going into it that I was going to constantly be thinking about how beautiful Gal Gadot is. Uh-huh. I'm still shook at how good Kristen Wiig looked. Oh, yeah. I, she was great. Um, yeah. Also, like, let me throw Kristen Wiig in there. Right. <laughs> Another woman who's not afraid to look silly and yes. ugly and stupid. Also, totally underrated when it comes to dramatic work. Right. Like, everyone was, knows she's funny. Right. I think that was what part of it was, was, like, I had not really seen Kristen Wiig, like, do anything but being funny and, mm-hmm. like, just looking okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But this was, like, she was being serious and, like, B.A. and... Sad and vulnerable yep. and... You know, she great. manipulative at times. Yep. Like, and then also, let me throw Patty Jenkins in there because that's yep. a great female director. Mm-hmm. And for I sure. thank her for she handpicked Kristen Wiig for Cheetah and Wonder Woman. So great choice. Yep. Well, I just have my ultimate girl crush, Mila Kunis, on here. Yeah, I'm obsessed with her. She's beautiful. I want to be her. Yeah, I want to look more like her than I already do. Mm-hmm. That is my like. That is the one celebrity look like I get, but it's not enough. I need to <laughs> like. I want to be her twin. I need her face on my body. Yeah. And I need my face on her body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sounded weird, but I knew what I meant. Um, (laughs) I love her relationship with Ashton Kutcher. Yes. I love, I love how sassy she is. I loved her on that 70s show. Yep. I love her, um, did you ever see that video after Friends, is it Friends with Benefits? Is that the name of the movie? Yes. Okay. No. Yeah. I think that's it. What's the one with Ashton and... That's No Strings Attached. No Strings Attached. Okay. Um, Golly, I just, you know... I they're the know. same they're movie. They're the same movie. I just never know which one is which. Um, Friends with Benefits, there's a... She, in Russia, they did a, um, like, a press conference or whatever, and some interviewer in Russian asked uh, Justin Timberlake, like, why movies? Mm-hmm. And she, like, before the translator could tell Justin Timberlake what the question was, Mila Kunis was like, mm-mm. And then she, like, went off on him in Russian. And Justin Timberlake's like, what's happening? She's like, don't worry about it. I got it. And she's like, "Go, I'll show you the clip. It is so funny. I love that. Um, I love her. I love. She's another one who's, like, not afraid. Maybe not afraid to look dumb, because I don't think she ever looks dumb. But she's not afraid to be, like, gross. Mm-hmm. And not in, like, gross, but, you know, like a guy's girl. Yeah. Like, guy humor, is what I should say. Yes. Um, and I love that for her. I just, I don't know, I really, I want to be her best friend so bad. Like, that, whenever somebody's like, who do you think is the most beautiful woman? I'm like, Mila Kunis. Yeah. Like, 100%. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yes. (laughs) Well, you didn't have to think about it. And I was like, no, I already knew the answer. That's funny. Okay, I also have Marilyn Monroe. See, that's I knew like, she was going to be on your list. That's why I guessed her earlier. Yes. <laughs> I just... That's another one that I don't... Her death does not make sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm drawn to the mysterious, like I said. But also just what she was able to do 
in the time she was able to do it. Mm-hmm. That rule breaking, trailblazing, like, oh, women are not supposed to be this, watch me be all those things. Yeah. Like, kind of, and she ended up getting labeled, like, kind of trashy or this word I hate, which is slutty, mm-hmm. um, about it. But she was just, I mean, if there had been no Marilyn Monroe, like, we, who knows what things would look like for women mm-hmm. now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she kind of made it okay to be sexy and mm-hmm. to be, you know, all these things. But also, she just had a very sad life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what was her real name? Norma Jean Baker. Norma Jean Baker, yes. And also, like, her whole look. Iconic. Yeah, like, I mean, the standing over the sewer grate or whatever it is, the steam grate. Yep. Which I love when she does that in the house bunny. Uh huh. She's freaking hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that so much. But yeah, I don't know. I just think, I mean, that's an icon. I don't think you can make in a notable women in pop culture list without listening to Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Okay, I'm down to two. Okay. My next one is probably one of my, it's not my number one, but it's probably my most important. Okay. In terms of like, I make this joke that this woman raised me. Okay. And it's Linda Carter. Okay, yeah. I freaking love Linda Carter. I think she's... I know I just said Mila Kunis is the most beautiful woman, but, like, Linda Carter is for real the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Like, truly the yeah. most beautiful woman I've ever seen in, with my own eyes Yeah. on TV. Um, <laughs> do you remember when we went and saw... This is a spoiler for Wonder Woman 1984, but when we went and saw it yeah. together for my birthday slash Christmas, and it was, like, me and 20 other people that I love, Mm -hmm. and she came on the screen at the last second, and I screamed, it's Linda, Uh and everybody was like, hoomst. You knew, you knew, (laughs) and Larbeth knew, and Drew, and Will, of course, knew, but, um, like, just seeing her, literally, I started crying, I was like, that's like my mom, she looks great, I love her, I literally, when I was little, I sat in front of the TV, and I would watch Super Friends, which was, um, the Justice League, basically. And I loved Wonder Woman on that. And then we would switch it over to the Sapphire Channel. Mm-hmm. And I would watch the 1960s Batman. And then after that was the Wonder Woman TV show from the 70s. And, like, every look, every, every, like, just everything. Mm-hmm. I love, I still, like, I, there's sometimes there's things that I do or say. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I got that from Wonder Woman in 1970-something. Mm-hmm. But, yes, the woman raised me. Um, in addition to all of the people who actually raised me, Linda Carter had a big hand in it. So, like, every women's, like, Women's Day, yeah. I'm like, um... Thank you to my mother and Linda Carter. Straight up. I'm like, strong women, may we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. And I'm like, thank you to all the women who raised me. And I'll, like, name my mom, my aunts, my grandmother, uh-huh. my cousins, and then I'm like, and Linda Carter. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> I am who I am today because of Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. Am I going to cry? Kind of. Yeah, maybe. So, <laughs> she's not my number one, but she really very, very easily could have been. She's, like, emotional about the fact that she's not her number one. I really am. Like, <laughs> like it was hard for me, and I only picked... Like, Linda Carter is my number one because of Wonder Woman. And I love anytime she shows up anywhere else. Like, when she was the president on Supergirl. Yes. Or when she was the um, principal in Sky High. And she made, like, a reference to being Wonder Woman. Yes. But, um... Or even in Wonder Woman 1984. What a great she says something, and she's like, I've been doing this a long time. Yes. And she, like, straight up winks at the camera, yes, just so like cute. in the Wonder Woman theme song. Yes. And I, I, like, might cry. I love her so much. I know, friend. I'm so glad. Thank you. Okay, 
Is your number one? I'm sorry. I just was looking at my notes that I had screenshot, and I just need to say about Shania real quick mm-hmm. that Harry Styles said that musically and fashion-wise, Shania Twain had a huge impact on him, and I appreciate that. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw him wearing her exact outfit from the Man I Feel Like a Woman music video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, is your number one Olivia? My number one is Olivia de Havilland. Um, so I first knew of her, um, from Gone with the Wind. She played Melanie Hamilton. Um, Melanie Hamilton is, a lot of people will say she's a pushover, but I think that it takes strength to be that kind Mm -hmm. and forgiving Mm -hmm. as Melanie Hamilton is. I'm going to cry just talking about her. I love her so much. She's the sweetest. She, I literally, I don't think I'm doing a very good job of it, but senior year of high school, we had to write letters to ourselves and they were mailed to us by our, our Sunday school teachers after college. Um, and in the note, I said something about, like, wanting to be that kind. I don't know if I'm doing the best job of that. But I don't know. Everybody says you're the nicest. <laughs> um, that's because I'm not, not everyone gets the truth. I've got to tell you the meanest thing that came out of my mouth the other day. Oh, and I, I'm not telling the people, but I texted Kelsey and she was like, I still can't believe you said that. And I said, can't wait to hear I it. said, I know people think I'm so nice. And I, it's not that I'm not nice. I am a nice, sweet person, but that does not mean that the devil does not try to come out of my mouth sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Olivia de Havilland um, started off in very, like, ingenue roles. So she, and she did, like, nine movies or something with Errol Flynn. And they are, like, a dynamic duo Mm -hmm. for that age of Hollywood. She had to go through, like, a legal battle to be able to, like, have more control over the roles that she auditioned Mm -hmm. for and took. So that it wasn't like that Warner Brothers was, like in sole charge of saying this is what Olivia de Havilland gets to do because she was like I want to do more than just these ingenue roles even though her and Errol Flynn in Robin Hood and She's Made Marian is like beautiful and perfect mm-hmm. and I love it but anyway she wanted to do like more complex things um and so she literally like there was like a lawsuit that she and she was backed by somebody but I can't remember who um filed against um Warner Brothers and like if she had lost that then like her career would have been over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate that she, like, understood that risk, but still fought for, like, mm-hmm. what she believed she should be doing and was capable of. Um, and it's literally, like, it's, like, in law. Like, it's called the de Havilland Law. Mm-hmm. Um, she won, or was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for her role in Gone with the Wind. Um, and then she went on to receive, I think, like, four more Oscar nominations, and I'm fairly sure she won two for Best Actress. One of them was The Snake Pit. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I don't think so, but I've heard of it. So she plays um, a woman with, I don't know if they just, they say what the specific mental illness is, but she plays a woman living in um, an institution for people with mental illnesses. And so a lot of the acting that she is having to do in that is like she's hearing voices in her head, and so she's responding and acting to those things that she is hearing, but no one else around her is. Mm-hmm. And like... It's probably really hard to um, act in general, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. let alone you have to act something that is happening only in your head. Right. And other people, you can't feed off of what they are giving you, you know? Right. Um, she did great. And then she won one for the heiress as well. I've seen the heiress. I don't remember a whole lot about it, but 
she also continued a lot of uh, work um, on the stage, which I appreciate. And then in her later career, she had um, some more involvement with television, as, you know, a lot of, I feel like a lot of them did mm-hmm. um, from that era. Uh, she apparently asked Errol Flynn, like, when they were first, like, starting all of this stuff, like, what do you want out of this? Like, being an actor, what do you want out of this? And he was like, success. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what, like, why, what do you want? And she said, um, I want respect, respect for taking a difficult job and making it look easy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like that. You know, that. like, the idea of her knowing that it's hard work and that she's busting her butt, but, like, that she makes it look so easy and doesn't complain and, like, is so graceful mm-hmm. about it that it looks easy, mm-hmm. you know? 100%. I like that. Love that. I love her. My aunt loves her, too. She's beautiful. We were very sad when she passed. Ugh, it was recent, too. It was, like, within the last five years. I was very, uh-huh. very sad. I was, I think I was the one who told you. That was so sad. It was a tough day. Yeah. But I love her. She's probably my favorite um, actress from the Golden Age. Mm, I love the Golden Age. Yeah, it's my favorite. All right, who's your number one? Do you want to guess? No. I was bad at guessing last time. (laughs) (laughs) You did. You're like, um. My number one is Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, okay, great. I freaking love Elizabeth Taylor. That, I think I've said this like three times now, but this is the time I really, really mean it. (laughs) If I could be anyone else Uh at any point in time, you know, 18 husbands or not, I would want to be Elizabeth Taylor. Like, I know she had a hard life, but like, what an impact. Yep. First off, double eyelashes. Yeah. Like, she had twice as many eyelashes as you're supposed to have. Mm -hmm. It's a condition, but like, she would be, so were her violet eyes. Like, she, her eyes are purple. Yes. And both of these... Are like birth defects. Right. Leave it. Leave it to Elizabeth Taylor to get the two birth defects that make you prettier. Yes. When the rest of her face was already perfect. Was already perfect. Yeah. She looks like a Barbie doll. Um, she's on the cover of Life magazine. Uh, like she holds the record for being on the um magazine the most. I don't know how many over a. Th- she's been in over a thousand magazines, and she was on the cover of Life fourteen times. Then the only person who's been on the cover more, the cover of People. Wow, what are words? <laughs> the cover of People more is Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. I love her. I do not love her affair with Eddie Fisher, but I love her very tumultuous um, romance with Richard Burton. Same girl. I'm like enamored with it. Love her as Cleopatra. Um, fun fact, did you know that a congresswoman tried to ban Taylor, Richard, Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton from re-entering the United States because they had an affair on the set of Cleopatra? <laughs> no. I'm not going to say what state it was. Gorgeous! I know, she's stunning. I'm not going to say what state it was, but, um, that the congresswoman was from, but it is in the South, and it's not us, but it's close to us. Hmm. Um, I love her in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. I also love that, like, in the 80s when General Hospital was, like, the show everyone was talking about, Elizabeth Taylor was like, I like it, I want to be on it. And so they put her on it. Yeah. And she played uh, Helena Cassidy um, on General Hospital in the 80s. And it's like, Elizabeth Taylor, what are you doing here? Snatched waist. That's the hourglass figure that um, that I aspire to. I just was born in the wrong freaking time. Same. Mm. Also, she did a lot of work for um, HIV and AIDS research. And she's just beautiful. And hot uh, cat on a hot tin roof. Yep. <laughs> um, just everything. That's my favorite picture uh-huh. of her. 
It's like her on the beach and she's looking wistfully away. In her white swimsuit. Yes. I'm obsessed with her. Can't shut up about her. When she, I was a freshman in college when she passed away. And my sorority advisor, like, texted me and was like, thought of you, hope you're doing okay. Like, <laughs> she knew. Um, yeah, Rachel Weiss. I don't think I'm excited about that. No, you know, Lindsay Lohan played her in a movie, too, and it wasn't great. I don't think I'm excited about either of those options. Well, that one of them has already happened. Okay, well, I disagree. Okay, that's all I have. I can't talk about Elizabeth Taylor too much because we're running out of time. <laughs> and I could go for literally 17 days. Nonstop, no sleep. Um, She's the prettiest. Before we close out Women's History Month, like, shout out to our moms. Mm, we don't love our mommies. Cry. I'm not. Okay. Shout yeah. out to each other. Aw. You're on my list of important women. Sweet. Um, my aunt's my grandmother. Casey, Mallory. I'm going to let you say all your friends' names, too. I should have prepared you. I was going to say you didn't tell me about this. I, didn't, I'm not I gonna... just did it. So if I leave somebody <laughs> off, it's not good. That's what I was going to say. I'm just not going to start naming names because I'll accidentally leave I'll... somebody off. But specifically, like, Casey and Mallory tune in every week. Yes. So, and they text me about it. So. Yes, that's great. Them, um, my friend Callie at work, that's a, a extremely supportive woman. Mm-hmm. My sisters-in-law, all my family, all of my friends. Yeah. Happy Women's History Month. <laughs> my coworkers. All my friends. Glad we can vote. All my family. Glad we can vote. Let's go back to burning our bras. Not for, like, political things, but just because <laughs> I hate comfort. them. For comfort. Yeah, just because I hate them. Um, okay. Oh, my gosh. Do you know who we should have said something about? Who? The women of Friends. <gasps> you know, I thought about it, and then I was like, I don't know. But, you know, that's what I was thinking. Um, like, the way they were not afraid to be funny. and yes. like Courtney Cox, specifically. Yep. Like, the first woman to say the word period. Yep. On TV and have it be, you know, that period. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of jokes on Friends that she makes and you're like... I was thinking about this. Like, in bloopers, she's the most serious. Like, she messes up the least. Yeah. But they give her some of the biggest... Like, there is a showerhead joke in there that we can't go too far into yeah. because this is not an explicit podcast. Um, diaphragms, period. Like, they yep. gave her a lot and she very unashamedly... Went for it. It's time stunning. Uh, yes. And, I mean, the 90s, like, women were still supposed to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, specifically on that show, Courtney Cox was like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I love her. I love all of them. So, what's, what is next week? Mm, don't remember. Books? Books for fun? Books for fun, I think. Let's see. Yes. Books for fun. We're going to be talking about all of our favorite books that school did not make us read, that we yeah. read by choice. I'm going to okay. be throwing some from my childhood in there, probably. Same. Okay, happy Women's History Month. Um, you know, support other women. Fix those crowns. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> but for real. Be kind. Support other women. Yeah. And also be a woman worth supporting. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be, don't be, um, don't be not a bad woman, but don't be a bad person and expect people to support you just, just because, because of you're a woman. Yeah. That's our stance. Don't cancel us. <laughs> okay, cool. But, like, that also goes for men, too. Yeah. Don't. Be a good It human. goes for everyone. Yeah. Quit sucking. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, friends. Well, wait, leave a five-star review or don't, but if you don't, leave your address. 
Um, all the stuff I usually say. Okay, bye. <laughs>